This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Kenny Pickett here on third down, drops to throw. Given time, lost one up top, intercepted by Mooney Ward. Deontay Johnson slipped and fell, Ward went up and picked it off. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Joe Davis with the call on Fox earlier in the season. It has not been the best uh, starts of the season for Kenny Pickett or the Pittsburgh Steelers, although I guess things really could be a lot worse for Pittsburgh in terms of the wins and losses, but it does feel a little bit like chicken little, right? The sky's falling right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just a really embarrassing loss this past Sunday to C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Where they really got run off the field by Houston in that game. And now, a game this Sunday awaits against their fiercest rival, the Baltimore Ravens, where maybe they'll have Pickett, maybe they won't. And I think the question, forget about the Steelers and Steelers fans, I think the question that betters need to be asking themselves, if Kenny Pickett plays in this game, do you actually have to bet the Baltimore Ravens? Uh, we have a piece of news regarding this that we'll give you in just a second. We will get to it moved in just a moment. Tons of injury news in the National Football League. We will get to all of it over the course of the show. But coming up later on this wonderful Football Wednesday, guest interviews with our friends Rob Bazola, Brian Baldinger, Will Brinson, and Eric Eager talking week five in the National Football League. And Fox Sports National Play-By-Play man Tim Brando will join us talking college football as well. Lockman still to come. We'll be live sweating the Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, we got the Rangers right now. We, uh, you have, you bet Texas also, right, Ken, in this game? Yeah, I bet them I bet them today for a little bit. I didn't want to be on the sidelines in this series anymore. So I'll just and it's uh is Eovaldi pitching for Texas too? He is, right? Yes, it's Eovaldi against uh Eflin. Zach Eflin. Yeah, I like I like Eovaldi. Like I I bet him to win Cy Young. He got hurt, which was unfortunate. I actually kind of think he would have won if he hadn't gotten hurt, but uh oh yeah, I'll I put in a couple bucks behind him. I like I like my man Nate. He's good. Nasty nasty Nate. Sure. Would like him to be particularly nasty today would be great in this game. <laughs> I, would, I would also like for him to be nasty today and help us win some bets here on the Texas Rangers. So a loaded edition of the program. But right now, we start things off by getting you up to speed with all the latest injury news and all the latest line movements in the National Football League ahead of week five. And Jake, we do that with It Moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. Uh, it's different on the Wednesday. Before week five of the National Football League, uh, we'll we'll start 
with we'll work our way backwards to the Thursday night game where we have some news involving Washington and Chicago. But let's begin with the big news, Ken, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback situation where Kenny Pickett telling reporters, Kenny Pickett telling reporters earlier today at Steelers practice that he'll be, quote, ready to go on Sunday. He is not wearing a knee brace during practice. He doesn't think he'll need to wear one during the game. The injury is described by Mike Tomlin, Steelers head coach, as a bone bruise. So what looked like it was going to be close to an impossibility just a couple days ago, now looks like the likely scenario, Ken, that Kenny Pickett will play quarterback for the Steelers on Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, With this information in tow, uh, what have we seen to the point spread, uh, the side and total market here, Pittsburgh and Baltimore on Sunday? Can you imagine him playing? Uh, well, we we can now because he's telling us he's going to. Uh, this market's is it's gonna get it's interesting and it's gonna get more interesting. Uh, Ravens opened like four and a half five because I think no one thought it was gonna be Kenny Pickett. I think everybody thought it was gonna be Mitch Trubisky, and then we've basically seen this number kind of creep down and creep down more and more as we get closer and closer to figuring out that Pickett's actually going to play. So the current market for this game is the Ravens by four is the consensus number. There are also three and a halfs now on the board in this game also. Uh, My guess would be that despite Pickett saying that as we get later in the week and he seems more likely to play, maybe you get a slight, slight more tick down on Pittsburgh, um, maybe to like three and a half everywhere or something like that. Because again, like, yes, he's playing. Also, we like know for a fact he's not 100%. It's like almost impossible. He can be 100% of the game. And we it's public. Like we, we saw the injury. We know that uh, the total in the game has only been getting bet down forever and ever and ever. 38 consensus number. There are 38 and a halfs on the board too. I believe uh, this remains, yes, remains the lowest total game uh, of the week. Actually by good working margin now. Uh, with the total in the uh, in the high 30s. So Ravens like four, but kind of three and a half. Total extremely low. Maybe a little bit more line movement toward Pittsburgh when Pickett's full go. But I still think the Ravens clearly closes more than a field goal favor in the game. And, and, and I think that you agree with me, right? Where on Monday when we did P squared, B squared, both of us are kind of thinking like, okay, the number's really big. We understand why it is what it is. But in this game, like with Mike Tomlin as the coach on one side, the familiarity, Steelers playing at home, like Mitch Trubisky likely to play, kind of like Pittsburgh, right, at the inflated point spread, right? Especially if it was going to be four and a half, four somewhere, even like three and a half, I would have been interested in Pittsburgh. But that's with Trubisky. And this is not like a who's better, Trubisky or Pickett. I still have hope that Kenny Pickett is going to be a really good NFL quarterback, although it hasn't been a good like like first four games this season. It's not about Trubisky versus Pickett. It's about Trubisky versus like 50% Kenny Pickett. I actually think, Ken, I, if I want to bet the Steelers, I'd rather Mitch Trubisky be the quarterback. I, I think I might be off Pittsburgh now in this game if it's going to be Kenny. If Pickett's going to start, I almost like don't care what the number is. And in fact, a conversation we had off-air or on-air, I think this was off-air, um, I actually think it might be Baltimore if this line goes down far enough and Kenny Pickett's going to be the quarterback for the Steelers on Sunday. Yeah, for me with Pittsburgh, it was like a fascination with them at a really big number that would be generated by Pickett not playing. So four and a half or more, five, something like that. Like a, a bigger number, we're in a one game situation at home, it's Trubisky instead. Sure, like I like Pittsburgh in that spot. And now Pickett and these kind of in-between numbers, no thanks. Um, maybe it's Baltimore. It's also worth noting just like things that can cause the line to move. Not that this would cause it to like get on a key number or something like Pickett is the most impactful injury story, obviously in this game, but like Rashad Bateman and Odell Beckham Jr. Apparently like seen practicing today for the Baltimore Ravens. Neither has played in several weeks. Basically I've seen Beckham sparingly the entire season up to this point. And not that even them back in this game is like a big boost because first game back is always tough. Like, 
how many snaps, what percentage, like, what does it look like? Like, look at the Packers. Like, oh, Christian Watson and Aaron Jones, actually Detroit by 9 million, actually is what happened in that game. Like, it can, it can work the same way for Baltimore, but just as the offense starts to get a little healthier, I think that would generate kind of like some credit toward Baltimore in the game too. If they have a, remember, they've had the worst injury report in the league, basically for like three weeks, they get a better one. Even if Pickett plays, we're kind of bouncing around here, probably like three and a half and four. And uh, Marlon Humphrey also seen a practice today for the Ravens, their best cornerback. Uh, so this could be like a, a much better injury report for the Ravens. I'll just add, just for people that play fantasy football, um, Odell Beckham is on the waiver wire in like basically every league that I'm in. And I'm in like leagues, like a lot of sharp leagues with a lot of sharp people. I, I think you could do worse than like cutting bait with someone on your bench. Think like Ty Chandler or someone like that with the Minnesota Vikings or like a backup tight end or a backup quarterback and make a hashtag speculative ad on Odell Beckham where he sits on your bench and maybe he does nothing and you drop him. But if he hits, like there's a chance he's going to be the best wide receiver in this offense. Like Andrews will be the best pass catcher. Absolutely. Like say Flowers is awesome yeah. too. But like that potential exists. Like, he's literally out in the league that I do with Connor Allen, who comes on our show with, like, a bunch of people from the industry. I literally picked Odell Beckham up, like, off, not even off waivers today as a free agent. Like, didn't have to put a fob right. in just, on him. I just picked him He's just him available. Up. He's right. free. He's just available. It's, he's free. It's, it's worth noting, we'll do awards tomorrow on the show. And I, I, I think if people have been paying attention to how teams have been covered this week, and you'll see this again next week, too, the amount of pub on Baker Mayfield as like this great story for Tampa Bay has started. And I think so obviously he's a very interesting candidate for comeback player of the year. It's just worth noting that before the season, I really liked Odell Beckham Jr. for this award. And if you just like like people who cover the league, people who like just talk, just like you just try to like listen to everything that's out there. I do think there's like a groundswell of support that people like want him to win this award. And it's not too late. Like, it's just not. This award does not require you to play every game. It doesn't even require you to be good out of the gate. Like, you want to be getting better as the season goes along. You want to be doing something awesome. You want to play for a good team. That helps, too. But, like, it's not too late. And with him and Cooper Cup, and we'll see what happens with Cup this week also, like, just, like, it's not like you had to have been playing this. Comeback player of the year is different than, like, MVP and offensive player of the year. Just Beckham was a guy people, like, wanted to root for to do really well before the year. And if he plays and hits sort of like your point with fantasy, you take a flyer on a guy, he's almost off the board now at Sportsbooks to win the award. The 200 to one is the best price on him of places that are actually listing him. You, again, you could do worse than picking him up and dropping him back up tight end. Could do worse than betting 10 bucks on that. If he pops, he's 20 to one next week, 15 to one, because he's behind people who can't win. Um, it's just a really interesting dynamic. And that market, I just, I'm fascinated by it. Like, yes, Damar Hamlin's in it, but it is just remains the most interesting award market going for me right now. And Beckham can be a part of it. When, uh, by the way, the, the buy coming at the right time for Baker Mayfield and the Bucks here with Mike Evans dealing with the hamstring strain, like get him healthy, get yep. him back on the field for when Baker and the Bucks come back from their buy in week number six. Um, if Baker balls out in a couple weeks, I think that we need to come on and sing uh, Carol King's timeless classic. It's too late for people that, that waited, you know, it's, it's too late. It's too late, baby. Now and it, it's and you know you know what is next week, so so by by this week, they uh they got their game flexed against Detroit next week. They'll be on national television right. the week after. Uh, and the in the four o'clock. How about how about yeah, hashtag against how about Detroit's that? defense? Yeah, right. And, yeah. and by the way, like I can't wait to watch that game, Tampa and Detroit. How right. great is the NFL? Just the best, man. It really is. All right. You better you better hear with Nick and Ken. Oh, a wonderful football Wednesday. Line moving for week five in the NFL. All right. We'll work backwards now. 
and let's do the Bears Commanders game coming up tomorrow night on Thursday night. So one piece of injury news for Washington, Ken, where Curtis Samuel is expected to play. Jahan Dotson is also, but Samuel was the one that was kind of like more in doubt. So it looks like Sam Howell will have his full complement of pass catchers for this game. Chicago's going to be without basically all the same members of the secondary that missed Sunday's game against Denver. Kyler Gordon still on IR. Eddie Jackson's going to be out. Jalen Johnson's going to be out now. It, Chicago may get back Tevin Jenkins, their left guard, who was drafted in the second round a couple years ago to play tackle. He's their left guard now on IR to start the year. They, the Bears have until Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, so right when we come on the air coming up tomorrow on Thursday, we'll know if Jenkins will be eligible to play in the game. Like he He's definitely better than what they're throwing out there right now. Now, I don't know if that moves the point spread, but just give it injury information for people. Also, like Chase Claypool, probably never going to play another game for the Bears again, and he doesn't matter at all. Whatever. Uh, mm. Any movement in the side in total, Ken, for Thursday Night Football, the Commies and the Bears? Not, like, very recently, but early in the week we had kind of like a push and pull here, basically, where, you know, the openers got bet out on Washington and got to, like, six and a half, seven. We talked about it on Monday that I was like, man, I we were close to going to seven even on Monday. And I remember saying, like, man, seven and a half on Chicago. Like, I think I have to click, even if I don't even like the Bears, I think I have to click that button. Um, maybe we get it, maybe we don't. And I, I kind of thought we would maybe stay back in that range. And we've come back down again. So we're basically right back where we started. Uh, Washington by five and a half almost everywhere, six in a few places. And uh, like you mentioned, kind of not like really impactful injury reports for either side, I guess. Like sort of like stuff that seemed like it might be a thing, but then isn't. And both teams are like I mean Chicago's brutal anyway like is there an injury report that would make you like them a lot more in the game seems like this is the range we're going to hang out in for a couple days unless we get again more injury information uh going into tomorrow night's game so like we'll we'll see but it seems like this is kind of where we are it doesn't seem like we're going to get to more than a touchdown kind of going to be in this six six and a half range uh pretty similar to the market that we saw uh late week week one with Washington and Arizona where Arizona got bet uh, in like the 36 hours leading up to the game, and we ended up like six, six and a half in that game too. Bet MGM currently, again, is uh, five and a half. Washington minus five and a half against Chicago, and the total is 44 and a half. Uh, let's go to Sunday morning, Ken, and jolly old London, England with the Bills and the Jaguars. Mm. Nothing like tremendous uh, like injury note-wise for either team, but there are two pieces of news with players that haven't played yet this season, made their season debut. Uh, Von Miller. Uh, going to practice this week for Buffalo, activated off the PUP list. He's got like a 21-day window to return. Maybe he plays on Sunday. And the Jaguars will certainly have back one of their offensive linemen, Cam Robinson, who is suspended uh, for the first four games of the season, performance-enhancing drugs. Okay, that's gonna be, The Jacksonville offensive line's been terrible this year. So Cam Robinson, I think, adding him back matters for Jacksonville. And this Bills defense in the pass rush has been, has been pretty good this year. Now they might get Von Miller back. So pretty interesting there with two potential additions to Buffalo and Jacksonville ahead of their game in London. London, any movement side or total with the Bills and the Jaguars on uh, Sunday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern? Yeah, the uh, the side of this game, we've been staying in that kind of weird five and a half zone. Some people call that the Vegas zone. Uh, I think Bill Simmons popularized that term decades ago, where it's like it's not, it's easy to understand, like three and seven are the most key numbers that we have. This is between both of them. And uh, and a five doesn't land basically ever in the NFL. It's very rarely. So to see a team favored by this margin is just not something you see very often. Usually the number ends up pushing or pulling one way or another towards seven or three. Uh, so far, still five and a half. The total uh, is between 48 and 48 and a half. And it's interesting, right? Like we, we've seen the Bills for three straight weeks just score on absolutely everybody and, and put up a ton of points against those three defenses, everyone except the Jets. 
Um, and now for the Jaguars, like if that if Robinson does kind of fix their offensive line to a certain extent, does that mean they can chase the game a little bit better if they get down? It is interesting to see these two offenses. Like if you told me like last year, late in the year that these two teams were playing, like what's the total in the game going to be? And there's no weather involved, like it's late in the season. I, I think it would be a number much higher than this. <laughs> so Starts just the, the Jags offense and what I mean, yeah, five, 52 and a half, 53, yeah. probably similar yeah. to what we saw with Miami last week. And uh, and just obviously the Jags offense hasn't looked like that yet. I think we're all kind of waiting for that to happen. Maybe it's the play caller. Maybe it's just it's a long season and it'll get there eventually. You you're, you're kind of wonder if if Robinson could be a part of that. Uh, I don't know if like I missed this or if this just happened, but I just saw a pretty big move in the Vikings Chiefs game coming up on Sunday oh. in Minnesota at our show sponsor, BetMGM. We'll do that on the other side, so we'll tell you where the money went with Minnesota and Kansas City. And we have a lot of injury news we have to get to. How about Cooper Cup and the LA Rams? Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts and a change in the secondary for the New England Patriots ahead of Sunday's game against the New Orleans Saints. It's all coming up next to wrap up our number one.